welcome to a very, very special episode of uh, Sack King's Therapy. This is actually going to be kind of weird. Uh, I'm not sure how we're going to really intro this, but this is something we, me and Fong, have talked about in the past, and we're finally doing it now. Now, this is going to be a Naruto uh, rewatch now. Uh, we have not started, well, have you started watching Boruto, actually? Uh, it, it's kind of, not really, but I I have watched the part where they go back in time. Uh, well, so I haven't really watched Boruto. So basically what I'm trying to get at is that Naruto has, for the most part, finished. They're now, you know, making a series on the kids. And, you know, growing up, I was a humongous Naruto fan, Fong was as well, and, you know, it was just decided... Why not? Let's rewatch it. Let's try to like you know go through all the episodes and see if they're as good as we remember it. And spoilers, so far it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I'd say so. Just one episode where I kind of got brain aneurysm. Well, we'll get to that episode. We'll try to make it as easy as possible and probably not cover much about that episode. <laughs> we'll get to it. But uh, all right, so let's get the party started. Uh, so. Uh, we started with episode one. Now, this is the iconic episode. Um, it starts with a very iconic image of the nine-tailed fox. He is terrorizing the, the Hidden Leaf Village. And then a toad lands. We do learn who that toad is, but for now, we're not going to talk about him. But we know, know that the fourth Hokage sacrificed himself and sealed the nine-tailed fox inside Naruto. And that's how the story starts. Uh, and... So then it goes to, I assume, around 13 years later. I don't remember the exact time, but basically uh, Naruto is now an adolescent kid. You know, he's he's basically grown up without parents. Um, you We find out what happens to his parents way later in the series, but he's basically a delinquent. He's been causing a lot of trouble, and, you know, uh, the Hokage, the third Hokage, basically sends a bunch of ninja after him to capture him, and... Ultimately, it was Iruka Sensei that captures him, and he makes him attend class. Now, while attending class, they're supposed to do a transformation jutsu. Uh, he transforms into a sexy jutsu, um, meaning basically it's a naked version of a female Naruto. Um, you know, that, that was actually pretty funny. Like, I remember seeing that and it caught me off guard. What, what were your thoughts thus far on the episode? So far, it's like... To be honest, almost how I remembered <laughs> when I watched back as a kid. Now, back when I was watching a kid, um, you know, it took a lot longer because only there was only one episode a week. And nowadays, you know, you could just watch it all in one sitting if you can. But yeah, it's, it's just so nostalgic. <laughs> That's all I could say. It is. And, you know, uh, I just want to quickly mention, uh, so there was a sighting of Hinata. Yeah, I, I totally forgot she was in the first episode. And I totally forgot Sakura was also in the first episode. And something I completely forgot, Inner Sakura. That was a thing. Yeah. Something that we'll never get to see ever again. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, I wish that was the case. But it, 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 it repeats itself. It does disappear at some point, And we will you know, keep an eye out for when it actually, they just essentially drop it. But uh, they, they go to class, uh, Naruto does the sexy jutsu, gets in trouble, and, you know, has ramen uh, afterwards with Iruka, who basically talks to him, like, why are you so naughty? 
and he basically says, you know, no one pays attention to me. I and I want to be Hokage. So then he basically goes home, and I think was it along the way he he runs into Mizuki. It was yeah name? yeah Mizuki. Yeah. And he Mizuki tells him to basically go to and steal this scroll. Uh, yeah. so that he could learn the jutsu and he could pass the class because because he did the sexy jutsu, uh, Iruka failed him. Oh, no, 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 it, no, 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 he, he, he failed the clone. My bad, yes, thank, thank you for correcting me. Okay, he failed the clone so he couldn't graduate the academy. So basically, Mizuki comes up and tells him, Hey, uh, you there's a secret way that you could do it, you can take, you know. Find, steal the scroll from I think the ninja vault or something, and if you practice enough jutsu and master these jutsu, uh, you can still graduate. Now, unfortunately, that was a lie. He he just wanted to steal the scroll for himself, but he wanted a essentially a scapegoat for it. Naruto was meant to be the scapegoat. Uh, long story short, the plan has failed, and uh, Iruga is heavily injured. Until Naruto saves him after basically Iruka expresses his feelings, saying that you know he's a good kid, he's he's not a bad kid, and you know Naruto starts crying because he's so happy. It's the first person that's ever acknowledged him, and basically he does a what will be called the was it the thousand shadow clone jutsu, basically, and beats the ever loving shit out of Mizuki. <laughs> and uh, also looking from it, it looks like he beat him all the way from midnight all the way to six p six a.m. in the morning. It looks like basically, <laughs> yeah, some some tuning, right? Yeah, and the episode basically ends with Iruka saying, "You grat, you are now graduated." So, by the way, I watched this subbed. That's first off. I and believe I watched it dubbed. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, you might have some different opinions. But you know, get some get some extra perspectives in there. So first off, uh, the intro and outro for me was totally different from when I watched it as a kid, and I wasn't sure if it was in your case because yeah, um, the Japanese version played what, what do you call it? Disco type music? Yeah, a very kind of old school, um, you know, d- Japanese disco music is the best way I can really describe it. Um, I think it you. I think in the in the original uh, American broadcast, they had a you know this rock song basically, a little bit more, you know, energetic. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, my first uh, point going off through this episode is that you know I I thought Naruto, you know, if he wanted to be one of the greatest ninjas, why doesn't he try harder? <laughs> He just, I guess, like, well, they kind of explain it, you know, in later episodes. He just, no one ever, like, liked to talk to him because, you know, everyone, all the sensei that he worked with early in his life, you know, they're around Iruka's age. And, you know, Iruka is around that age where basically, you know, they live through the Ninetale Fox's invasion. And they all hate him because he's the Mm -hmm. Ninetale Fox. And I just, I just think, like, you know, he just never got that tutelage. Uh, that that kind of reminds me. I wonder. I, I kind of forgot how you know Naruto and Sasuke's um childhood were because spoiler alerts, they don't have parents. But you know, I I mean, there shouldn't there be like kind of a foster care system in uh, implemented in this show? <laughs> like well, they lived out by themselves. 
I've always kind of questioned that. I, I'm not sure how that works. I just don't think that will, this is how. I mean, like, this is, seems to be a very maybe a Japanese thing where like kids are allowed to live by themselves and they have an allowance because that's how that's how the system works here. You know? mm. Third Hokage comes and gives him money and basically he just lives on his own. By the way, Naruto's house, like. It's like basically on a rooftop, and you basically have to be a ninja to be able to access this house. Am I crazy for that? Like, because there's no stairs. You have to just jump up there like a ninja. You know, they really don't show the little things as much as we wanted to. Uh, but, you know, it is how it is. Y- yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there's just stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah, as for the foster care thing, I just, I just think they are... I think we're just thinking it too logically. We're just supposed to suspend our disbelief for that one. <laughs> yeah, sadly. But let's see. Do you have anything to go off of uh, before I get into the scroll of ceiling? No, I think that's really it for me. Like, I, you know, I'm just trying to watch this from like a, a regular fan's perspective. Like, there's someone who's like just started, like, has never watched it before, but like, is for some reason starting in 2020. Oh gosh, I, I probably should have that kind of mindset because what I'm about to talk about the scroll of ceiling is kind of going digging too deep, I think. Yeah, go for it. I want you to go. If the scroll of ceiling was so important to the leaf village, why wouldn't it be protected more easily or more protected, I would say? Because Naruto, this class clown, was able to steal it. How can he steal it? And no, like someone like Mizuki didn't want to, you know, attempt stealing it. Well, again, I, you know, I would just say to suspend your disbelief, but like I think the explanation would be that Mizuki knows the, I guess, the guard schedule, and mm-hmm. maybe he disclosed it to Naruto. I don't think we saw that on screen, but like he, and again, he wanted to make Naruto the scapegoat. Like he didn't want to get implicated, I guess, as you know, the guy who stole it. He wanted to, you know, like have basically them capture Naruto and just blame it on him, basically. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Other than that, at the end, you know, Mizuki as a, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a chuning, right? Mizuki? I think so. I think I read he was a Chunin. I do not believe he's a ch- uh, Jonin. So. Yeah. By the way, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, there there are ranks for ninja. It starts with Genin, which is like the, the lowest form of ninja. That, 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 that It's not supposed to sound that negative, but you're the lowest level of ninja. And Chunin, you're like level 2. Jonin, you're level 3. And then you have Hokage, which is the big boss man of the, of the village, basically. Or big yeah. boss woman. And there's like different other subclasses we won't get into yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to those when when it's time. Yeah. But other than that, I I yeah I think Mizuki's pretty weak. Like he he hasn't shown too much of his own power to protect himself. Got yeah. your ass beat for six hours by a kid. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> like the more you think about it, it's like man. How'd you pass the Chunin exams? You're gonna get kicked, kicked your ass kicked by a 12 year old kid, yeah. 13 year old, whatever the fuck. Even the Genin exam, I'm like, gee, <laughs> or the Genin like portion. It's... Now, to be fair, to be fair, Naruto is the main character. He has a lot of inner strength. You know, he summons it from the nine-tailed fox. Yeah, he he uses a lot of chakra. 
I gotta tell you that. <laughs> other okay. than that, yeah, that's that's about it for me. For the okay. First well, if you don't have anything else for this first episode, I don't have anything else either. So let, let's move on to the second episode. We're not gonna spend too much time on this episode. I did not like this episode. So, it uh, episode two uh, is the I call it the Konohamaru episode. I don't remember the name of the episode, but uh, basically, you know. Uh, start the episode starts with Naruto taking his uh, class photo essentially for his ninja profile, and the you know he has a discussion with Dorn Hokage who tells him to retake it, but uh, Konohamaru sneaks in and tries to attack uh, the third Hokage for no reason, falls on his face and I think starts crying. Um, he basically escapes and then runs off and Naruto is able to cap- catch him. And then they start talking. They basically become friends. And Konohamaru uh, basically tells Naruto, well, his his big mission is to make it so he's not only known as the Hokage's grandson, but instead, you know, a great ninja. And he and basically by the end of the episode, uh, they be he declares Naruto his rival. Uh, but it, before that, there was he basically his uh, his handler, his his nanny basically, was chasing him, trying to, like, locate him, and he catches him with Naruto. And throughout the whole episode, uh, Naruto has been teaching him how to do the sexy jutsu, Konohamaru, the sexy jutsu. And, you know, the final battle of the episode is basically, uh, they do, Naruto does a multi-shadow clone jutsu, and then has them all turn into sexy jutsu. And it basically... I don't know what happens to the sensei, but he is so per- – I guess he's so awestruck that he freezes and just loses to Naruto. I, I don't know what happened, but again, suspend your disbelief with some of this stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the, the episode culminates with Konohamaru declaring Naruto his rival. What were your thoughts on the episode? This whole episode, um, I, I don't uh, – why? <laughs> it, it feels like a filler to me, but, you know – it has buildups of character development or like things about characters that we'll find much further within the next like few seasons. I would agree with you. It's just that I, you know, having watched the series for the most part, I didn't, I didn't watch the great ninja war. Um, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll get to that at some point, but like, Konohamaru is not a very good character, I don't think. I don't like Konohamaru. Like, no, anything he's, he's usually involved in is kind of hot garbage. He's, um, he's pretty spoiled. <laughs> yes. I mean, he is the Hokage's grandson. Yeah, and, you know, like, sure, it's, you know, this could be one of those episodes where you have to, ha- like, establish something that, you know, ha- will be coming into play later on. And Konohamaru does come later on, but he never gets good. And, you know, like, the problem with Konohamaru, with this episode in particular, is that you're you're establishing a very annoying character. <laughs> There's, there, sure, they try to establish that he does have, like, motivations and, you know, an actual char- character, like, uh, or, you know, an actual character. But he's not someone I, you know, have sympathy for or identify with. It's just, I don't, I don't like Konohamaru. And it basically, he just comes off as an annoying little twerp. That we have to do an episode over, and that we have to watch. Yeah. Uh, my final remark about this episode before, before I guess you could uh, end this talk about this episode is uh, Ibizu. Is that how you? Ebisu. 
Abyss, yeah, Abyss Two. Uh, kind of like Mizuki in a way. He's he's kind of. <laughs> I mean, not to say he's uh, weaker than Mizuki, but you know, in the same mindset of Naruto beat uh Ibizu by one of the stupidest ways ever. <laughs> I gotta say. And he's look, a drill look, the man the man's penis is is his biggest enemy. That that's just how it is. And apparently in the Naruto universe it is also <laughs> that logic also applies. Sadly yes. <laughs> yeah. So you know it's it is what it is. And yeah, again, suspend your disbelief and somehow he just was so awestruck that he just laid there like stunned and defeated by Naruto. Mm-hmm. Or you know you know, all of the sexy jutsu, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, that that's the one thing that Naruto has done a good job of so far. Like, it, it's kind of caught me off guard with some of these moments. Like, I've watched these episodes, and, you know, like, h- had I started watching now, I would have kept watching. I think, like, it's very interesting, the way that they come with these surprises, let's just say. Oh, yeah. It's, it's totally fresh. Like... From other animes I used to watch as a kid, like before Naruto, especially. Yeah, it's aged pretty well for the most part. Like I think a lot of these, like you know, elements that they incorporate in terms of storytelling and you know the writing, I think it's really good. Oh and yeah. It's aged very well. Mm-hmm. Took a while, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> aged real well. Okay, if you don't have anything else for episode two, uh, I'm gonna move on to episode three. Uh, so episode three, uh, this is the, uh, the graduation ceremony for, you know, for him being, I guess, inducted as a Genie. And he has a, you know, he has a good breakfast. He runs into Konohamaru and <clears throat> Konohamaru is trying to attack him, but fails, blah, blah, blah. We're not, I'm not going to talk about it much. He gets to the, he gets to the academy. He attends class. Uh, it skips to Sakura, uh, another character. And we are reintroduced to, you know, Inner Sakura. And we are also introduced to Ino, uh, who is Sakura's rival. And basically, they run to class, and they see Sasuke. And Naruto doesn't start out sitting next to Sasuke, but they see Sasuke sitting, and all the girls, you know, flock to him and, like, say, I want to sit next to Sasuke. I want to sit next to Sasuke. Uh, while while that was happening, Naruto says hi to Sakura, and Sakura just shoves him out of the way. And basically, Naruto is mad now because he doesn't understand why Sasuke is getting all this attention. He stands on the desk and basically goes face-to-face with Naruto. So, so they never named this character, but basically the guy sitting in the front row knocks accidentally knocks Naruto over, and basically... Him and Sasuke end up kissing, so cute. Um, and so you know they have class, and Team Ten is a step. Is it Team Ten? No, oh, Team oh. Seven. Team Seven. My bad. Team, team Seven. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you made a different team. I was like, what? <laughs> there, there is a Team Ten, but like yeah. Team Seven gets established, and you know it's Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, and basically they go to lunch and. You know, Sakura wants to talk to Sasuke. Naruto wants to talk to Sakura, and then you know, basically, neither none of them want to talk to. Basically, yeah, basically, Sakura doesn't want to talk to Naruto, and Sasuke doesn't want to talk to Sakura. So it's like a weird 
triangle, a love triangle, if you will, I guess. <laughs> so this is kind of where the episode gets very interesting. So they all eat lunch by themselves. Uh, Naruto jumps Sasuke, and basically Sasuke handles him very easily. And then Sasuke is shown going to uh, Sakura and starts flirting with her. And they basically almost kiss until Sasuke, quote unquote, gets a gets a stomach and has to go to the bathroom. And then it's revealed that earlier, uh, when Naruto jumped Sasuke, he actually managed to take down Sasuke. And you know what? Basically, he transformed into him to try and kiss Sakura. You know, I'm just, I'm just gonna say that has weird implications, <laughs> um, in terms yeah. of like you know, uh, that might be. I don't know, manipulation, um, child pornography. I, I don't know, but like, there's some weird implications there. Yes. But the uh, Sasuke breaks himself free, so then the real Sasuke walks to Sakura and calls Sakura annoying. Um, yeah, great, mm-hmm. and she, and you know she still loves him for it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah, great. Um, and uh, Kakashi and the third Hokage go visit a uh, Naruto's um Naruto's house, and they find out that the milk that Naruto had been drinking had been ex- expired for a long time, and that's what's causing him the stomach aches right now. And the episode basically ends with Naruto basically stuck on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, another one of those kind of gaggy type episodes, but it has it has some story to it, I'd say. I will say, the, the, Naruto, the Naruto and Sasuke fight, that was a very interesting moment, because like that is where like again like I, I wouldn't have been able to predict that and it would have been a nice surprise that Naruto was able to outsmart Sasuke. Like that that was the mo that was definitely the moment of the episode, you know, the kiss aside. That was actually <laughs> the funny part, but like again, just something that's clever that, you know, I couldn't I didn't think of. Like they just caught me by surprise in a good way. Yeah. It, it, I mean, as a kid, yeah, it really caught me off uh, by surprise as well. But right, right now it's uh, as like you know, adult. Um, you could kind of see how what you might call it, not tense, but you know how each person kind of didn't like one another at first, and this kind of plays a role, I think, a, a little better in episode four and five. And revolving on along about a secret word called um teamwork but uh yeah overall this episode kind of has that build up i thought that you know will play a factor in episode four yeah you bring up a good point like i didn't even think of that like yeah so they you know they don't eat lunch together none of them really like each other well like you know it's a it's a weird one-way love with each of the characters and yeah, like as you said, they they already planned out everything beautifully, and you know there's a lot of foreshadowing in this episode. Yeah, kind of wish there was foreshadowing in episode two. Gee. Yeah, again, we we'll, we'll, we won't talk about that one too much. It it's basically the only kind of mark on these five episodes because ever the four episodes one, three, four, and five were great. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, like this this really set the stage for what was going to happen and. Uh, and you know you spotted the foreshadowing that I didn't, and yeah, it's it really sets the tone for much of these next episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about in episode three? 
uh, I mean, you pretty much summarize most of it. Like, yeah, no one likes Naruto at all. Uh, Naruto pretty much, or excuse me, Sakura is pretty much annoying to Sasuke. And yeah, Sasuke doesn't want anything to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, but, and the the only thing is, yeah, my, my note is that uh, Sakura is really awful. Like, you got a really nice oh, guy yeah. who's, you know, there who's like, you know, willing to willing to be nice to you, and you have to go for the asshole for some reason. It's yeah. like any other kind of shitty love story, I guess. Um, yeah, I just I I just couldn't get that out of my head. It's like you have this guy who has no interest in you, and the, there's this other guy who's probably you know a lot more thoughtful, a lot more nice, and you basically treat him like trash, and treat and for some reason treat this other person like a god who treats you like trash. So it's yeah. like it's it's kind of ass backwards, but you know, I guess typical love story. But yeah, you know, speaking about Sakura, she really does have a like big and open-minded and, you know, speaks out her mind a little too much, especially, uh, whatchamacallit, about Naruto and, you know, whatever she has in her mind because of her, what, uh, what's her inner self, inner Sakura? Inner Sakura, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. But I remember towards the end of the episode when, you know, uh, I was like, when Sasuke kind of rejected Sakura, Sakura kind of made the analogy. It's like, man, is this how Naruto felt? I was like, what kind of like analogy is that comparing Sasuke, like not caring for you, and how Naruto or what Naruto kind of you know experienced throughout his you know entire life, pretty much. Yeah. Um. W- it's a it's a lot of foreshadowing, a lot of character development, and you know it establishes, I guess, the characteristic of each character. And you know it is very funny that you know Sakura found Naruto annoying, and Sasuke found Sakura annoying, and Naruto somehow finds Sasuke annoying. All <laughs> right, let's move on to uh, episode four. Now, and basically, this episode starts out with us getting introduced to Kakashi who is their Jonin uh, instructor, team leader. I, 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 to, I can't blanking right now, but um, basically they have the characters introduce themselves. Kakashi kind of very lazily introduces himself. Uh, Naruto talks about how he likes ramen. Sasuke, Sakura loves talking about, oh my God, that she, she's basically like, you know, hand over heels of, uh, over Sasuke, just wants to marry Sasuke. Oh my God, he's so cute. It's, it's her. It's she. She's. He's hit her everything. I, I will just make a note. It's kind of a problem. It's a character that has not aged very well, in my opinion, in terms of just how like females are portrayed in media nowadays. Um, Sasuke. Uh, basically, we learn later now. He basically says he wants to kill someone. And he wants to restore his clan. We find out who that someone is um, later on in, in the series. And yeah, he's very emo, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, honestly, he gives me vibes of like a serial killer. But, you know, it, it, <laughs> again, but this is like, this is just how, again, this is establishing, I guess, the characters. And uh, Kakashi, I thought, was really funny throughout the episode. And he basically tells them, all right, you guys need to meet me. Uh, at this place at this time and you guys need to pass this examination so then it, it goes to the next day there, he tells them to be there at 5 a.m 
And Kakashi, from the looks of it, doesn't get there until like, you know, 9 a.m. or something like that. Basically, he's very late, and that's a characteristic of him. And he tells the students not to eat any breakfast. The reason why is because they, ha they have to steal the bells. The, the objective of the mission is that they need to steal these bells from Kakashi so that they can get lunch. And the episode, and then so the episode kind of ends on Naruto fighting Kakashi, and Kakashi just essentially playing around with him. There's the infamous, you know, thousand years of pain. Mm -hmm. um, that was that again another moment that just catches you off guard and just somehow and just becomes really funny if, when you think about it. Um, and yeah, and the the episode then ends with uh, Kakashi giving Naruto a lecture. And <laughs> Sasuke, quote unquote, killing Kakashi. Um, oh no. Okay. Uh, what what do you what are your thoughts on this episode? Uh, my thoughts, you know, first off, I thought this specific episode was what made me, you know, really start liking Naruto like to the next level. And it's all because of like kind of like the action scenes and how it's kind of like worked out in a way, I guess you could say. Especially Kakashi. Kakashi's like one of your or should be one of our favorite characters, or everyone's favorite characters, I'd say, uh, throughout this whole series. Uh but first off, I gotta say, you know, yeah, Naruto needs to get down his fundamentals <laughs> because he he's um he's not thinking uh, like a what you call a true ninja. Well, like he he was getting really tricky. Like honestly, if you know, he he managed to sneak up on Kakashi. And the note I have is that if you could have snuck up on Kakashi and grabbed him, <laughs> grab the bells. Oh you, yeah. What are I you know. doing? <laughs> just grab the bells. But basically, he he's able to kind of outsmart Kakashi for like half a second. But you know, as we find out, Kakashi let him get behind him, and basically. Like he 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 did he did like had some good moments, but then it just turns to you know him being an idiot. And again, there, it's establishing character, and it's it's fun it's fun to be along for the ride. Also, the the thousand years of death it has to be one of the moments of the series. Yeah, it's it's, it's like one of the most iconic moves. And the way they built that up was so good too, because like Sakura's like saying, "Oh my God, that's a hand sign." He's about to do something crazy. Like, she's going to do something dangerous to Naruto. He's going to breathe fire on him and, and incinerate him and kill him. <laughs> and then Sasuke's like, oh, oh, that's a, that's the sign of the ram. That, it's a fire jutsu. And then he just sticks his fingers up his ass and just throws him <laughs> into the river. Yeah, just little gags like that are just funny. And, you know, we got we to gotta mention, you know, uh, Kakashi is just reading essentially what we find out to be a porn book while fighting uh, naruto oh is that so <laughs> how irresponsible kakashi and uh yeah th those are kind of my thoughts throughout the episode again a very good episode you you know you find out that kakashi is a very kind of sarcastic laid-back guy and i find him very funny so. oh yeah he's he's one of my favorites i say oh yeah definitely one of the favorite although he's not as funny anymore throughout the series you know a little bit of a Go, you know, spoiler yeah. ahead, but like, yeah, it's, I'm, yeah, you get introduced to this, you know, crazy character, rather crazy character, and yeah, I, I already like him. Yeah, crazy, and he's also kind of like 
suspicious in a way because you don't know his backstory yet until you know of course later on yeah he uh, does this start in this episode where like iruka is basically talking to the third hokage and he's saying like no one has ever passed kakashi's test it's either this episode or next episode or maybe a combination of both but it, it has been brought up but yes, like, you know, Kakashi is, you know, we now know him as this hard ass. Basically, he has never passed any student and it builds a level of anticipation and again, character development in a way, mm-hmm. because, you know, you, you start out no, like learning that he's this sarcastic kind of asshole, basically, and that apparently he's a apparently you learn that he's a real asshole because he's never passed anyone. <laughs> and yeah, again, a great character development, a very fun episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to episode five. Uh, Basically, this starts out with, you know, the scene where uh, Sasuke throws a bunch of shuriken at Kakashi, quote-unquote killing him, uh, at the end of the fourth episode. But at the beginning of the fifth episode, you find out that Kakashi uses the substitution jutsu and kind of gets the hell out of there. Now, the the episode then progresses to... uh, Sasuke basically running away because now he's given away his position. And Sakura also runs to Sasuke to, quote-unquote, save him. And gets caught in Kakashi's genjutsu. And basically she faints. Uh, Kakashi then uh, fights uh, Sasuke. Somewhat easily dispatches him. And while that's happening, they kind of cut back to Naruto, who had actually managed to free himself. And then somehow gets caught again. And then uh, the the third time he sees that the lunch boxes are at this memorial and that he's just going to go eat the lunch instead. But Kakashi is simply too smart for him, catches him in the act and ties him up to, uh, to the post. Uh so then basically they he gathers all three students and you know has them uh basically line up at the post and tell them that they've all failed and essentially starts to threaten them by saying that all right, you guys are going to have one more chance. And if you guys fail, you guys will never, ever be ninja. And it's getting intense up in here. And mm-hmm. basically, he, he also set, he also base, lays out the rules uh, of the next challenge, which is hmm, just Naruto is tied to the post while the other two are free. And Kakashi gives them his, the lunch. So there's only two lunches and three people. Now, Naruto is tied to the post, so he is not allowed to eat. And the rules of the next challenge is that Kakashi is going to give them time to eat so that they can regenerate energy. And then, uh, basically, Naruto is not allowed to eat. So, and, they, and the other two are not allowed to feed him. If they feed him, they fail the test and therefore will never become ninja ever again. So... That, so basically, while Sasuke and Sakura are eating, uh, they hear Naruto's stomach growling, and they basically start talking about teamwork, basically. And they're saying that, well, we well y- we got to feed him because, you know, if we don't feed him, he's going to drag us down. And it basically gets all, you know, sentimental. They're, they're like saying, we got to come together as a team to be Kakashi. So then they feed Naruto, and... <clears throat> Kakashi comes out of nowhere, comes and basically says, How dare you feed him? And then summons all these clouds and it's raining, it's all intense. 
And then he basically reveals to them at, at the end of it, you guys pass. Because the objective of, or the point of this objective is to force the three to work together. And that they basically need you know they need to think together as a team and not not as individuals and the idea was to force them to kind of go against each other but the but they needed to see through that illusion and and think th as a team I, I, it's hard to explain um and but basically they they completed the objective and the reason why the other teams that he's coached in the past have failed is because they actually listened to what he said and they did not feed the third person and that's why they ended up failing the objective so you know they passed the, they passed the uh objective and officially become Genny. <sighs> Also, another favorite episode of mine. <laughs> it is, and yeah, again, you know, this is where again the character development that you mentioned comes to comes into fruition because you you find that Kakashi is this cold bastard, basically, cold sarcastic bastard, and you you find out that there is kind of some humanity to him that he's just you know he has the best interests, he has the students' best interests at heart, and he wants to teach them the value of teamwork. And this mm -hmm. is where he kind of shows that softer side, and he and he comes up with the iconic phrase, you know, the, those who break ninja who break the rules are scum, but those who would forsake their teammates are worse than scum, and that it's something along those lines, you know, in translate yeah. in the sub it's different, and in the English dub is a little different, but that's kind of the lesson he was trying to teach, and it's and you know portrayed beautifully in this uh, episode. Oh yeah, I gotta say a lot of too much ISO ball going around. Yeah, you got you gotta you gotta move the ball. You gotta like you know <laughs> set set other guys up. You gotta get the assists. You know you gotta work together as a team. Uh, you know better the sum is better than than its parts or whatever that saying is. Yeah, pretty much all I gotta say about this episode is you know, or one of what I'm gonna say about this episode is that soccer is pretty useless. Yeah, I mean. Again, she has not. She is the really the only one that have really has not aged well thus far. Just in terms of like the character and that everything about her character is Sasuke. Now, of course, I'm not a woman. I'm not gonna dive too deep into this. And of course, she's you know 13 for the most part. I th I I like to believe that you know girls like during her age were kind of like this, but not all of them are. And you know, again, this hasn't aged well in that. I feel that this is a lot of just like guys writing her. Like I, I assume maybe they didn't have a female on staff at the time to kind of, you know, flesh out Sakura's character. So instead, a guy does it, and unfortunately, this is kind of what it, and you know, the ultimate result was a kind of one-dimensional character, and you know, the word, you know, the U word, useless. Yeah, I totally agree with you, and. Uh... Yeah, I kind of don't remember when she really does truly develop, but we'll get there. <laughs> it's gonna, it's a while, unfortunately. It's, it's not gonna really get any better for a while for Sakura, unfortunately. But yeah, like just a simple Genjutsu that Kakashi did, uh, especially around something that she totally adores. Mm -hmm. Uh. Is... Yeah, again, everything about her up to this point has been Sasuke, Sasuke, Sasuke. Yeah. In other words, uh, Sasuke with his fire jutsu. That's like the 
one of the first, you know, elemental jutsus that we go or like first see in this show too. Kind of reminds me of the time as a kid, like where kind of learned all the hand signs. Oh yeah, I, n- I never got into that because I started really? when I was in. I started. I started watching when I was in middle school, and by the time that had happened, I was like, yeah, "This is stupid." <laughs> oh, okay. Fortunately, I, I wasn't. I wasn't with that. Yeah, no, I I understand, but yeah, I remember wearing all the hand signs and like on Google there used to be like made up signs for all these different types of jutsus and whatnot, and yeah, that was that was fun times. Uh, let's see, other than that, of course, Naruto and Sakura I still think is pretty pretty much idiots within the team at, at this point, just not just not knowing what to do, I guess you could say. Like, they try, but, you know, it, it always ends badly. Well, again, like, the the, sto- the moral of the story that he was trying to teach was that, sure, like, none of them could go one-on-one with uh, Kakashi. And Sasuke, like, came somewhat, like, at least kind of did something, but... Again, they were no match for Jonin, and they needed to work together to grab those bells. And that was kind of the moral of the story. Like, none of them can really do anything against him. Like, you know, and they needed to come together as a team, and ultimately they did. Now, you think if they actually did work as a team, do you think they would actually grab at least one or two bells? Now, so this is the part where it does get interesting, in my opinion, because I they we've never been we never been told what the other teams had to do. Like, so there's team, I know, yeah. I think team seven, team eight, and team ten. Now, if we were wondering where all the other numbers are, those those teams didn't pass. Though seven, eight, and ten are the ones that actually ended up passing. A little bit of spoiler alert. I just wonder what they had to do. Like, I guess they just went. I guess they just went straight up, or they basically told the students what they had to do to get the bells. Like, Kakashi doesn't give you, a, you know, any hints. He's just basically saying, all right, get those be- get these bells for me, and you figure out how to do it. And, you know, Team 7 is the only team to ever come remotely close to, to figuring out how to, how to do it, basically. Mm-hmm. Right, they were, they were close. Right, they could have failed almost immediately if they didn't say the right words at the right time. Yeah, man. Again, the, the moral of the story, to, you know, they had to come together as a team. Pretty much. I, I feel like there's a fillers somewhere or some sort of wiki article about the other teams and how what they did. There might have been, but again, I the, I don't I didn't watch all the fillers. I did watch a lot of them. I don't remember ever seeing anything. I, there's yeah. like maybe like a flashback every now and then, but I don't remember if they ever did tell us what they had to do. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's like, what, that, almost a thousand episodes in oh, yeah. total. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see about having to cover all of them. But, yeah, so that's going to do it for, you know, all five episodes. You know, it's nice to kind of go back memory memory lane for us, uh, just reliving, like, some of these episodes. And so far, it, it has been very good. Yeah, so far. I mean... Yeah, nostalgia. That's all I had to say. Uh, and again, I, I was kind of afraid that it wasn't going to be as good as I remember it. But you know, as animation aside, it is like a ten-year-old anime. You know, ten, twenty. It's been twenty years. Holy shit. Pro- probably more than that. I think yeah. It's starting it's been, in the '90s. Yeah, it's been. Oh uh, yeah, 1999. I think was when it first started. Uh huh. Or 1998. But yeah, like, 
I mean, the animation hasn't aged great, great, but like, you know, the writing is still there. The story is still there. Characters are still good, with the exception of like Kodahama and Sakura. But like, you know, again, it, I'm just glad it just has aged well. And, you know, like, it's still good. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that's it for this episode. Hopefully, we're going to be coming out with probably more of these. I, I don't know how many episodes we're going to do, but it's just a fun little idea that hopefully will gain some traction. Um, I guess, you know, I, I, I guess I'll leave the voice message link open and, you know, let us know what you guys think. Um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll be continuing to, of course, do King's uh, news. Uh, we'll be going through... Uh, tomorrow's and saturday's game uh, for the next episode but you know in between uh we'll definitely be publishing these we're planning on publishing one episode of these every two weeks we gotta still figure out the schedule but we'll definitely be doing something with this uh going forward Mm -hmm. oh yeah kings first naruto second (laughs) yep uh yep unfortunately naruto is going to have to take a back seat because we are sack kings therapy but yeah. it's something we want to try out, and you know, if this is remotely successful, we'll definitely be doing more, and might even expand into different things. Okay, I guess we'll see you guys later. Yeah, we'll see you guys uh, after Saturday night after the Portland game. <laughs>